Welcome to another podcast of Totally Transformed Ministries. This is Bill Borden, and I'm here with my wife, Dr. Connie Borden. Good, ev- to- good evening or good afternoon as to whenever you're listening to this show. Could be good morning, good could evening, be, good evening, Could be, could be whenever you're listening. <laughs> I just wanted to say hello. Today we want to talk about confession to cleanse your emotional wounds. So, Connie, what do you want to say about that? Well, first of all, I just want to remind everybody, if you're listening to the podcast regularly, that last week we did exactly what is damaged on the inside and what are we talking about that needs to be fixed. If you did not hear that podcast, you can go to totallytransformed.org and they can hear that latest podcast. What we're doing on this one um, is we're breaking down, uh, there are several steps to healing, which I'll have you review uh, for those that are listening to us in, in just a second. But instead of just talking comprehensively about all the steps to healing we're breaking down some of the things that make our ministry really unique like last week we defined the fact that we have defined the soul and what's the soul made up of and what needs to be healed or what's broken if you're wounded or rejected today we're going to talk about the important piece of confession to clear the heart if you've been offended by somebody of what is the reaction in your heart So even though you're going to tell um, everybody that's listening what all the steps are, and they can get all the steps in my book, Save But Not Free, and they can listen to previous series at patillotransform.org, we're breaking down what are key elements that I don't really hear taught or emphasize very often that I think makes the difference whether people receive healing. So could you just, you know, uh, review all the steps to healing soul wounds for the listing audience. Sure. The, the healing of soul wounds and breaking of strongholds, there are prayer steps for healing. Number one is to admit to the Lord and yourself you have negative patterns and hurts. And number two, define your hurts. In other words, get your feelings or your hurts or rejection in your mind that you want healed. Step three would be to confess your reactions from your hurts to the Lord and forgive your offender and yourself. Step four, ask Jesus to heal your identified woundedness. Step five, cast down lies you have meditated on in Jesus' name. And number six, replace the lies with God's truth. Number seven, step seven is ask the Lord to saturate you with his love. Step eight, pull down negative behavioral strongholds in Jesus' name. And number nine, ask the Lord to bring you his peace in exchange for your hurts. So today we're going to um, talk about step three and a part of step three, which is confession. And the next podcast, we'll talk about forgiveness. And the reason why we're emphasizing this is because we hear so much, Bill, in the body of Christ and in teaching circles about forgiveness and I am going to talk about that I'm going to talk about though we hear about it a lot next podcast there's something about forgiveness that we don't hear enough of likewise there's lots of scriptures about confessing your sins Um, if you confess your sins he's faithful to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness and I'm going to have you read uh, a few more scriptures just to verify and everybody knows that if you've got offense in your heart If somebody has offended you, you're going to react. You're going to feel some negative emotion, anger or fear or resentment or, um, you know, pride or revenge. You want to get back at them. And my contention and what I've experienced with a lot of clients is that when we acknowledge 
first to the Lord what needs to be confessed, what is in our heart. That's, in a sense, disinfecting the wound, the emotional wound. And like I said last week, we don't see emotional wounds like we do physical wounds. But if you had a physical wound and you were going to want it to heal, you would have to disinfect it with some kind of antibiotic. Cleanse out the bacteria and the dirt before you stitched it up or bandaged it. That's right. So I just want to talk about what that looks like as far as an emotional wound and why it is so important and emphasize the importance of that in our ministry because we always have people do this step, step three of what you just named of all those steps, going through a timeline of their offenses to get in touch with what they were feeling in the past or in the present in their heart in a negative fashion that could fester and stay sin and we say that you're hurt angry resentful bitterness bitter um rebellious and even in in a rage so hurt escalates into even deeper sins or deeper emotions if we don't deal with it but the bible says as i said if you confess what's in your heart to the lord if it's not of him or if it's in a reaction to an offense and you ask Jesus to forgive you, he'll cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And I think that a lot of people, if they're mad at somebody or someone's offended them or they feel bad or they feel bad about themselves, they will try to forgive them, but they won't clear their heart first. And what I'm proposing to you and the listening audience, that would be like stitching up or bandaging a wound without cleaning it out first. That would fester and get much worse. Right. It'd get Gang much green worse. was coming, you know. Exactly. And if you didn't take care of it, you'd have to cut off your arm or you might right. die. And that's what I think a lot of people are dying with the held-in reactions in their heart and in their thinking about somebody that offended them. And I'm exhorting you and our listening audience to get in touch with those things Uh, get in touch with your specific offenses, like you said, through the timeline process, which is outlined in my book, Save But Not Free, that you can get at SaveButNotFree.com or Amazon or any bookseller. And not only get in touch with the trauma, but then make sure you clear your heart of what you're feeling against your offender. So there's lots of scriptures on confession just to shore up that this is a mandate and a principle in the word that we're supposed to confess to the Lord, sometimes we could confess to another person, let's say that I was rude to you. I might want to ask the Lord to forgive me for not honoring my husband or being upset with my husband, and then I'd want to come to you and say, look, I I confess that that wasn't very respectful. I shouldn't have done that. Will you forgive me? So it's confessing and agreeing with somebody else that you were offensive and to the Lord that you were offensive and ask him to forgive you before that turns into something that could fester like a a physical wound and get really bad and cause you to put up a wall or cause a hard heart because that's what Matthew 13 says, that if we sin over and over, we're going to have a hard heart, right? The word can't penetrate. So what are some scriptures about confessing that you'd like to share Well, I think James 5.16 says, Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And then 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Matthew 3, 6 says, Confessing your sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. So that's talking about in Jesus' time, 
They confessed their sins to the Lord and to the Father and probably to one another, and then they were baptized in water. Right, and then Acts 19.18 says, Many of those who believed now came and openly confessed what they had done. And then uh, jumping to the Old Testament, Proverbs 28.13 says, Whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. And the last one I wanted to share is Psalm 32.5. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. You know, it's very interesting because obviously when somebody offends you and hurts you, you might not right away want to confess that to the Lord or forgive them. You might even have to ask for grace to do that. I define grace as the ability to do in the supernatural what you can't do in the natural, to ask God to give you his love, mercy, and grace in perspective to look beyond that person's fault to their needs because lots of times we're not wrestling with flesh and blood but principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. But there's no question that we can't leave the dirt and gunk in our heart just like we can't leave the dirt and gunk in our physical wounds. And those scriptures that you just read, and that's just a few, there's many scriptures on the need to confess it and the faithfulness of God when we do it but nonetheless, I believe that a lot of people hear and know I've got to forgive that person for hurting me, and they don't know why they can't get there. And I think they just haven't come to the point that I need to release the negative emotions and feelings and sinful thoughts about this um, event or this trauma or this abuse or this person to the Lord. And I may not feel love towards that person, but if I release that and ask God to cleanse me from that, then I can also have an opening for the love of God to come in and to encourage me then to really forgive them. And sometimes you may not feel like forgiving them, but, you know, as the Bible says, don't forgive um, someone that's offended you for them. Forgive them for yourself because the Bible is clear that if we don't forgive um, others of their sins, God won't forgive us. So we'll talk a little bit more about that last time, next time about the important piece of forgiving. But I think this is a more hidden piece that when you're offended, confess your reactions and don't forget to do that to the Lord and then ask forgiveness and, and forgive the offender, but make sure your heart is clear. And make sure you've given that over to the Lord and you've asked for his love and mercy and grace to, to fill you back in. And I think because a lot of people skip that, they don't get that out of their heart. Uh, what we do is when I work with a client and we look at all their traumas on a timeline, we go through that step every time. I say to them and they pray, Lord, I confess my anger, I confess my fear. Sometimes if somebody's traumatized you, you feel fearful or distrustful of the other people. I confess my rejection. I confess my low self-esteem or my low uh, identity of myself that I believe what someone else said about me rather than what the Lord says about me. I, I just, whatever comes up in their heart that is a result of a trauma, I think it's very important that they confess it at least to the Lord and ask him to forgive them for the reaction. Not that you won't have a reaction because we're all human if you're hurt, but that you're willing to give it up to the Lord. You're willing not to let it distill in your heart and turn into something worse. And then when you're willing to do that, 
he's willing then in return to confess to cleanse you from cleanse you just like the disinfectant and the physical wound cleanses you the confession cleanses the emotional wound and i believe gives a pathway for his love to come in and for his mercy to be extended so that you can better choose to forgive your offender and but even if you don't feel like it we should choose to do it anyway because that's what the lord told us to do many times that we'll talk about next time so i'm just exhorting you that's listening to me if you're holding things in your heart against your offender give that over to the lord take it to the lord and say lord examine my heart lord please help me to release my negative emotions my negative feelings my hurt my wounds my rejection my anger my frustration my impatience whatever it is you know what's inside of you and forgive me for having that reaction um you know that you gave us emotions you said be angry but don't let the sun go down in your anger so it's not bad that you have an emotion if if somebody verbally physically mentally sexually i mean some offenses are so heinous you're going to have to have some kind of negative reaction but my contention is if you don't deal with it the way the lord has pointed out that then the enemy will destroy you you know like um there's one thing that says anger is like taking poison holding on to anger is like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die so even though somebody else is responsible for hurting me I don't want to retain that hurt. I don't want to contain it in my heart and my emotions. I want to release it to God, even ask him to forgive me for not having love because he said he wishes that none would perish and fall short of the glory of God and give me the grace and the ability to forgive them, which we'll talk about that next. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. Okay, so I just want to ask you and their listening audience to agree with me right now that if you've been offended or hurt or rejected or wounded in some way, I'm just going to lead you through a prayer of confession. Lord, I have these feelings and this these fleshly responses in my heart against my offender, and I just want to confess them and release them to you and forgive myself and ask you to fill me with your love in your agape love, which is unconditional. It's not based on whether someone loved me perfectly. It might, it's not even, and it might be extended even if someone loved me uh, in an offense. Help me to do that. So will you agree with me in prayer? Absolutely. Lord Jesus, we just come to you asking for everyone that's listening to the sound of our voices right now to let the Holy Spirit, let you, Holy Spirit, examine their hearts. We just open our hearts to you together. Lord, that's an act of our will because you already know what's in our hearts. And I pray that you would just make it a rhema word, a revelation, that you would give knowledge to the people that are listening to us because without knowledge, my people perish and um, convict them if they're holding things in their heart even against somebody that has maliciously hurt them or purposely hurt them, because we have people that do that. Hurt people hurt people. I pray you'd give them the ability to look beyond their offender's fault to their need, that they're a sinner saved by grace, and they may be hurting also. But most importantly, Lord, right now, we confess to you. We think of things, of a, we think of someone that has offended us, or maybe more than one person, we think of how we're feeling about that person. Maybe it's hatred. Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's 
mistrust, maybe it's insecurity. Just take a few moments right now during this prayer and think about what might be in your heart that might be causing your heart to be blocked. Because if you don't confess your sins, as Bill read in these scriptures, then God can't cleanse you. You've got to agree with God that there's something in your heart that's between you and him. The wages of sin is death. If I regard iniquity in my heart, God can't hear my prayers. And I want you to be somebody that's completely open to the Lord so that when you pray, somebody that offended you doesn't block you from God hearing your prayers. So Lord, we confess the feelings we have and listening audience, um, man, woman, child, you put in what you have in your heart against somebody for something they did to you that was mean and angry and unloving and unkind. Lord, we just give it to you. We know that that person maybe doesn't deserve to have that released or maybe doesn't deserve for me to love that person or try to pray for them, but I deserve it. And you take care of that person and that person's heart. And so we confess these reactions within us and we ask you, Lord, to give us your grace and your love and your peace in exchange for what we're releasing to you so that the enemy can't cause any kind of negative reaction to fester and get worse and block our heart and block us off, most importantly, from a relationship with you. Lord, we just ask this all in your name. We know that you'll do it because we just read the word and everything will pass away, but not one jot or tittle of your word will pass away, that when we are clear with you, open and honest about any sin, it might not even be about somebody offending us. It could be a sin that we chose to commit against you or against somebody, any sin or anything in our heart. When we confess it, Lord, you will forgive us. And we thank you, Lord, for that blood that you shed at Calvary, that it never loses its power. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and come back next time when we're going to continue this uh, series, and we're going to probably be talking about forgiveness to close up the wounds. Right. So come back and listen on our next podcast. <laughs>